हमारे पास समय कम है हमारे बीच अभी तीन स्पीकर्स हैं और हम तीनों ही स्पीकर्स से अनुरोध करते हैं कि मात्र आधे घंटे से थोड़ा सा ज़्यादा आपको समय मिलेगा मतलब सात तक सब कुछ संपन्न कर लेना है अगला नाम है माधवी जो कि नाम बहुत लंबा है इसलिए मैं आगे का और पीछे का बोल रहा हूँ माधवी नेवलाकर नेवालकर ओके गोदा परिक्रमा पर आप की प्रस्तुति होगी मैं आप सभी को आमंत्रित दोनों को आमंत्रित करता हूं कि आए और अपनी प्रस्तुति प्रदान करें ये सब एट द आउटसेट लेटमी थैंक द ऑर्गेनाइजर्स ऑफ द यात्रा कॉन्फ्रेंस फॉर गिविंग माई सेल्फ डॉक्टर माधवी नरसाए एंड डॉक्टर मृणालिनी नेवाड़कर द अपॉर्चुनिटी ऑफ प्रेजेंटिंग अवर रिसर्च इन फ्रंट ऑफ यू द टाइटल ऑफ अवर पेपर इज गोदा परिक्रमा एक्सप्लोरिंग द सेक्रेड साइट्स अलॉन्ग द बैंक्स ऑफ रिवर गोदावरी Rivers, an integral part of Mother Nature, are the lifeline of civilization. Most ancient societies have evolved around major rivers, especially in an agrarian economy like that of India. They have always been the foundation of personal, social, and commercial lives. India has an integrate and widespread network of rivers and their tributaries. they are responsible for providing food water irrigation for crops means of navigation and more apart from these secular connotations in india they are considered to be the feminine divinities with life giving and and life taking abilities they are associated with positive attributes like prosperity longevity fertility abundance bounty and good health as well as negative concepts such as death illness and destruction this is further accentuated by the rituals at ritual attribute of water to cleanse a believer of his or her sins which she or he may have committed in the current or past lives so also the polluting features are associated with death with all these features they are identified as mother goddesses the river godavari is one among such sacred river the second longest river in india after river ganga the eastward flowing godavari originates in the western ghats of trimbakeshwar in nashik district of maharashtra and merges in the bay of bengal near rajamahendravaram in west godavari district of andhra pradesh covering almost 1500 kilometers through the states of maharashtra andhra pradesh telangana and union territory of puducherry she crosses almost the entire breadth of south asia south india She forms one of the largest river basins in India with her massive network of tributaries like Pravara, Purna, Pranita, Shabari, Manjira, Indravati and many others. Besides this practical significance, <coughs> Godavari is also a mythological and religious entity like all other major Indian rivers. She has an overwhelming number of Tirthakshetras along her either banks as well as at the confluences with her tributaries stories are woven around these sacred sites as the intrinsic sacredness of the river is amplified by the stupefying experiences in her periphery that are recorded in these myths 
the actual identification with geography seems to elevate the sacred stories to an even higher plane while they add a touch of sacred authenticity to the simple towns and sites thereby giving them a special sacred status therefore these stories in a way associate the natural with the supernatural the sacred with the profane in the development of hindu traditions the stories often are interwoven in the collective consciousness of the people culminating into a series of mythical sacred tales highlighting the greatness of a given site river mountain or even a specific deity they are sanskrit verse style religious texts usually affiliated with a purana and are celebrated as mahatmya rivers connect together the various sites that they flow through by the course of their movement they allow an actual physical link between otherwise unrelated places therefore mahatmyas associated with rivers are always linked through a common thread godavari also has her own mahatmya text the paper is divided into three parts <coughs> introduction of the gautami mahatmya as well as the shri goda mahatmyas the audience may not be aware of them in detail sacred stories and their contemporary identifications and probability of developing spiritual tourism in this region that is near vistas of tourism i start with first part the gautami mahatmya an appendix to the brahma purana discusses the evolution of the sacred geography of godavari the tentative date of composition of this text is between 7th and 13th centuries of common era the hold of this narrative is certainly strong on the folk mind evident through the localized marathi rendering of the section called shri goda mahatmya shri goda mahatmya is a poetic composition of 31 chapters or adhyayas composed by dasaganu maharaj original name was ganesh dattatreya sahasrabuddhe who lived between 1868 and 1962 of common era though the text is based on the gautami mahatmya it is not a mere translation he has given his own inputs based on the sociological historical political and cultural changes in maharashtra he has localized and updated the text as per the changing times both these texts include a variety of stories associated with godavari and sites on her banks but the present paper focuses on the idea of replication of bhagirathi the northern ganga in case of godavari the southern ganga replete with her entire sacred geography replications of sacred geography is fairly common in puranic traditions often deities are said to be replicas of one another or visiting each other or even at times migrating from their original place to another an interesting case that can be elaborated to illustrate the point is that of kala bhairav of shrivardhan in coastal maharashtra kala bhairav at hariharishwar another sacred site further south on the same coast is said to have been born from the fire that erupted from the mouth of shiva when he ventured to kill a demon called shatakna after kalbhairav of hariharishwar became famous as a potent center for warding of positions the kalbhairav of kashi decided to pay him a visit so the kalbhairav from hariharishwar stood waiting for him facing east Kala Bhairav of Kashi was supposed to reach Hariharishwar before the break of dawn however the dawn broke before he reached the destination the Kala Bhairav from Kashi could not reach Hariharishwar and he settled at a place called Shrivardhan 
therefore the kalabhaira shrivardhan is considered to be the same as the one from kashi hence it is believed that one can offer their worship or votive gifts here instead of traveling all the way to kashi the sacred mythology and geography associated with godavari in both her bahatmyas can be compared with the sacred stories and geography of ganga as deliberated upon by an fellhaus uh, the comparison between the two gangas is at times of the nature of say x is equal to y southern y godavari is called dakshina ganga or at times x is older than y godavari is called vruddha ganga as she is older than the northern ganga and subsequently x becomes greater than y that is gautami ganga or godavari is superior to ganga as as the later was summoned by a kshatriya king bhagirath who was former descended at the request of the sage uh, uh, request of a brahmana sage gautam she opines that and feldaus i mean to say opines that this interrelationship underlines the distance between and the inferiority felt by the southerners with reference to the north this inference is not agreed by both of us let us now evaluate some examples from both gautami mahatmya as well as goda mahatmya to understand this relationship better in the first chapter of shri goda mahatmya dasagunu maharaj clearly states that his work is based on the sanctity and greatness of river godavari as described in the brahma purana which has been composed by shri vyasa interestingly the first adhyay of gautami mahatmya <coughs> sorry goda mahatmya begins with a slight deviation it says that shaunaka and other sages are suta about the greatness of godavari suta narrated the dialogue between brahma and the other sages led by narada it becomes then a third person narrative however the godama gautami mahatmya from brahma purana begins with the first person narrative dialogue between brahma and narada along with other sages in both the texts narada is the one to initiate the discussion we feel that this is symbolic of the nature of the narrative of dasagunu maharaj brahma purana is directly narrated by brahma to narada etc here dasagunu maharaj plays the role of the middleman similarly the suta there is in the role of the middleman telling the years story of the prominence and eminence of godavari much akin to the text he discusses the stratification of tirthas as daiva uh, daiva arsha manusha and rakshasa in depicting the greatness of the river godavari his poetic fancy tempts him to employ a simile which is uh, translated as amongst all the rivers godavari is superior like parijata amongst fragrance and kohinoor amongst diamonds the simile of kohinoor is obviously absent in the brahma purana edition as it is a colonial edition following the lines of uh, gautami mahatmya the goda mahatmya proceeds in describing the origin of the river through two stories firstly the story of the origin of valakeliyas by brahmadeva in this story in order to be cleansed from the sin shiva gives him a kamandalu full of waters which is used by brahmadeva to worship the feet of vishnu as vamana four streams of waters flowed from the feet of vishnu the fourth one moving southwards was held by shiva in his matted locks this fueled jealousy in the heart of parvati 
Ganapati thought of a plan according to which Gautama played a significant role in getting this Ganga flow from Trambakeshwar. These details described in seven chapters are summarized in the Gautama Mahatmya within only one chapter. Both the Mahatmyas stress about two streams, brought by one brought by Bhagiratha and second brought by Gautama. But Bhagiratha brought Ganga later than Gautama. The narrative says, later on, another branch of the river was brought down by Bhagiratha, which entered the nether regions to bestow salvation for the great-great-great-granduncles to Bhagiratha. After the task was fulfilled, Bhagiratha sent Ganga to the Himalayas, which flows there till today, taking into its fold a large area of northern India. The narrative of this river highlights the caste hierarchy within it. Godavari is said to be superior to Ganga or Bhagirathi as it was brought down by Gautama, a Brahmana, and a Ganga flowed because of Bhagiratha, a Kshatriya. Hence, Godavari is called Brahmanadi and Ganga, Kshatranadi. Moreover, as her descent, for before Ganga, she is regarded as the elder sister of Ganga and hence named Vridha Ganga. The context of this text is to thrust the superiority of Godavari to Ganga, which is a paradigm of sacredness. She is called the Dakshina Ganga. This Dvairupa Ganga is mentioned by Gautami Mahatmya as well. I'm sorry, Goda Mahatmya as well. But the really interesting portion starts in the Goda, Mah Goda Mahatmya, wherein Dasaganu Maharaj identifies the places dotted on the Godavari river track. He gives additional information that there is an image of river Godavari at the Varahatirtha, the image that was there in the title slide. The Brahma Purana Gautami Mahatmya mentions about Nila Parvata and Nila Ganga, which is dropped by Dasaganu. However, Nila Parvata is very much located in the vicinity of Trimbakeshwar. Instead, he mentions that this place was a seat of Natha tradition, for Gorakhanath resided in this place and was gifted with the Shabari Vidya. Moreover, the Samadhi of Nivrutinath of the Varkari tradition is also located at Trambakeshwar. This is how Dasaganu has made additions in the text. In this way, the living traditions through regional literature exist in contemporary times. The Kapota Tirtha mentions of the divine love between the male and female pigeon and the mukti which they attained on sacrificing the life for each other. This place is also associated with deities like Kartikeya, Agni, Varun, Ram, especially because he performed the funeral rites of Dasharath. Ashwins and Indra also got their sins cleansed and Kuber attained prosperity after having the dip in the river Godavari. The Kushavarta is the place sanctified with these occurrences, say both the text. The Brahmapuran Gautami Mahatmya mentions that as this place is full of Kusha, Kusha grass and is the place for offering ablutions to the mains. By the time of Dasaganu Maharaj, the earlier Peshwas had built a beautiful temple on this site, so he supplements this myth with the information of the temple of Kushavarta. The strife between Garud and Nagas ended on the banks of, of the river and the two tributaries, namely Kadru and Suparna, joined the Godavari. This indicates the acceptance of sanctity of the river by different types of living beings, right from celestial beings to animals and birds. The story of Sage Kanva settling down on the banks of the river is an important point which indicates the settlements of Shukla Yajurvedi Kanva Brahmins in this area. The Goda Mahatmya does support this reference. In my uh, visit to the Trimbakeshwar, I 
I came across Brahmins with the surname Kannava, which is the prakrutization of the Sanskrit name Kanva. The story of Yama giving up his duty of taking away the souls of mortals is mentioned further. This increased the burden of living beings on the earth. The earth requested Indra to look into the matter. Indra arrived at the scene with an army to combat Yama who, who was protected by the chakra of, of Vishnu. So this place became known as Chakra Tirtha. Dasaganu Maharaj identifies this as Sakore which is near Anjaneri. At present, this place is shown with a landmark of Chakra. It is believed that Chakra Tirtha is that place where the mortal remains of anyone who diseases in Trimbakeshwar are immersed for from this place the river starts flowing in the southern direction on the plains. The feud between Nagas and Garuda was resolved at a place named Garudeshwar. Dasakanu Maharaj identifies this as Pimpalgao. In my visit to this place, it was discovered that the village had submerged under the Gangapur Dam. Hence, it was relocated near the catchment area. A new temple of Garudeshwar was built. This was a Shiva temple with the name Garudeshwar. However, in the periphery of the temple, there were some images of Nagas. When, when I asked the locals about it, they did not know any significance of the place. This indicates that when we shift a population from one place to the other place, the culture, the history, the sacred geography which is associated with that slowly and slowly dies away. Coming to the last part, part 3. Uh, Gautami Godavari Mahatmya appended to the Brahma Puran is regarded as the interpolation by scholars like Hazra. But such Mahatmya texts have their own socio-economic significance with the cultural landscape of their own territory. They are a part of the Tirtha economy since ancient times. But one needs to evaluate them beyond the socio-economic implication. They have wielded influence over the life, psychology and also the literature. The sacred stories contained in them have been continuing for centuries together and has persuaded poets and writers to translate these Mahatmyas into the local language. Yes. Uh, coming to the major section that I, we wanted to drive is, the entire area of Nashik is right now considered to be the wine capital of India, as over half the vineyards and wineries of India are located here. However, the other regions like Karnataka and Telangana also have great wineries, like uh, the one in Nandi Hills uh, in Bangalore. To borrow the words of a great Marathi writer P.L. Deshpande, this Draksha Sanskriti is duplicable and already found elsewhere. However, the Rudraksha Sanskriti is very much unique to Nashik and Godavari. The spiritual potency is the distinctive feature or the USP of this region. It would be therefore worthwhile to utilize this USP for economic and infrastructural growth of Nashik region. Religious and spiritual tourism is an upcoming and rapidly growing field. Though the Simvastha Kumbha at Nashik and Trambakeshwar fetches attention and pilgrims to the area, it's a 12-yearly occasion. A regular tourism will elevate the cash flow into the area, fetch governmental attention to improve the basic permanent infrastructure. As info an informed Goda Parikrama can be one of the possible steps in this direction. Few locations that we have discussed through the papers could be of some use in this. It will result in awareness and subsequent popularization of Hindu faith as well as better infrastructure, employment and foreign reserve for the country. Similar exercises can be further taken on other rivers and their geographies. I just want to add two lines. 
Uh, Ma'am, just, just, just listen to one line, you will realize why I'm saying this. The concept that we are trying to put forth here is what, in short, is portrayed by Harikaran sir in the morning session. Uh, he referred in his very crisp session that uh, it is about taking our culture to the audience or customers through an experience. He was referring to three things. This can be an experience of informed tourism. And also this can combine scholars and storytellers, much like what he said. Because combining folk and classical beliefs about these places of pilgrims, uh, pilgrimage on Godavari would be very much beneficial. Thank you. आप दोनों ही विद्वान वक्ताओं का हार्दिक आभार समय की बहुत कमी है और शायद इसीलिए आप बहुत तेजी से अपनी बात कह पाए